0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Lightbulb Conversations with me, and Jerry. Today we're talking about mental wellness. This is a conversation you want to listen to because you have someone on board who's gone through it and is coming out of it so victorious in such a happy-go-lucky way. Yanni, she just has to share her story. I don't want to, um, you know, what's that word? Kutoboa, Kutoboa, what she will discuss. Let me use that word. We have a young lady who's passionate about events and women and mental health, wellness, and so many other things. But let her introduce herself because she knows herself way better than I do. So, Karibu Sana, Karibu, Karibu, Karibu. Thank
1: you so much, Joy, for that introduction. And thank you for having me on this podcast. My name is Kiteka Aida Mikali. I am an experiential experiential event consultant and I work with also circles women in business. I'm just passionate about mental health, of course. Um, leadership and women and empowerment. And I'm pretty, pretty excited to be here.
0: to San- share
1: my voice, Asanti Sana.
0: Yeah, thank you so much for honoring us, by the way. It's not an easy thing for people to just say yes. It's easier to say no, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so um, you've talked about Events Experiential Consultant Maybe just tell us a bit about What that entails
1: Okay, so experiential events um, Simply means Experiencing the brand So so, I'm employed at a corporate company Events company called Conferencing in a Box And I own my own company Which is a loft event And what I'm prefer to do is when I'm working with brands is for people to experience the brand which I'm repeating myself so many times but that's just what it is so um, if for example we are dealing with maybe a medi- a medical institution and we're doing an event for them and maybe they're dealing with maybe let's say diabetes yeah mm-hmm. so we like to make people experience what exactly the theme of the event is so is it the product is it Props to do with diabetes? Is it screens showing diabetes? Is it uh, medicine, sample medicines? You know, like, do we bring in, uh, do we set up booths that talk uh, with uh, practitioners who are dealing with diabetes? Like, everything for people to understand what diabetes really is, to feel it. Because once you feel it, you're able to, uh, it has a greater impact than when you're just being told about it. Yeah. So that's what I really like to do. That's what now experiential events, um, is all about. Uh,
0: Okay. So, so for someone who went to campus and they never saw such a cause, like, how did you, (laughs) how did you learn to call yourself an experiential (laughs) events manager? Like what, whatever you studied, did it build up to where you are now? Yes,
1: it did. Because I did, mm. I was in Daystar, I did uh, communication, so public relations. And the one of the courses, is the beauty of Daystar is, um, it's not PR because it's a lot of writing. One unit is events. Okay. So you have to practically do an event, like set up an event when you're still in school. Like that's a unit on its own. Mm-hmm. So from that, I think from the unit I did, it was very experiential. And I think for me, just adding on to what I studied, just also me as a person, I like... Experiences you get. I'm not. I'm a creative, so I like diagrams, images, things that last. And actually, yeah. those are things that last, okay. and they last in people's mind. Then, when I'm being told you need to read about uh, the lungs, you know, me, <laughs> I want to see those lungs. Yeah. You get onto the ribs. <laughs> like it will yeah. be visual to me yes. for the rest of the years of my life okay. then just telling me, you know, the lungs they are three, they are four like, honestly, no Yeah, yeah. of course education plus just who I really am mm. and also just who we really are as people yeah. even if we deny Pic- no. pictures and images and, uh, is it the same thing? yeah, but they all last in the, you know they last in the mind for a longer period
0: yeah, period. yeah Okay, so um, how has I mean, events entails a lot of being out there, you know, maybe um, renting out hotel spaces or spaces where you can have those events. But then COVID nineteen happened. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> how how has that shifted for you guys? I mean, I mean, we can't now meet. Government uh, regulations are there. So what what have you done to adjust in this season we are in? Okay,
1: so the first, okay, honestly, life stopped for almost every event planner, not just us. Wow, yeah. Everybody, it stopped because there were no meetings and everything. But I think um, the beginning, I think the last directive when the president says we can open, like restaurants and even hotels. There's some hotels that open, but now they have spaced out seats mm-hmm. and uh, all that. And then, of course, now, because it all halted people are not used to virtual you know we're used to physical so meetups yeah and all that so people are now starting to adjust to zoom in there's now one called hopin also mm-hmm. um, yeah. different sites have that yeah but mm-hmm. you have even breakout sessions Is a way you can have breakout sessions that's so yeah, cool exactly.
0: Hey, yeah exactly that's because a- i let me just say that's a light bulb moment. <laughs> yeah, even Zoom,
1: even Zoom, even Zoom has that. It has oh, okay. you can have breakout sessions. It's just because I need to log out from the main like conference. Yeah. And then log in into now this code. You know, the code that it gives you into your breakout session. Yeah. Okay. It's just because we are so used to physical and all that. And of course it has more impact, mm-hmm. physical interactions. Definitely. But hey, we have to adjust. So I think the first few months were for people to adjust. How do we do this? How yeah. do we move to the virtual side? How do we start engaging? And I think the only way you could do it is maybe have unpaid uh, meetings mm-hmm. because you see, we were still trying to understand how do, we, uh, how do people pay and we give them the service. You know, it was, it was tricky. That's yeah. why there's so many lives for DJs to do it because it's free. It's, it's open. They can just do it. Yeah. But for events, people, you have to either pre-record Mm-hmm. or you have to think of how you're going to block people like you get like if I, if I give Jiria a code she wouldn't it's just her only code she can't it oh, with someone else like there's yeah. so many measures mm. to think about when it comes to that and then the expense of it things will have to change how do you give people the experience the way I was just saying experiential if yeah you're used to coming and seeing maybe we're talking about diabetes the same thing it was mm. maybe your screens was showing how diabetes, the medicine works. Yeah. Said, yeah. How are you going to do that? You know, the splitting of the screens and Yani, it's crazy when you think about it. So we were really not prepared for that. Mm-hmm. And I would say, which is the honest truth, if it's something also you you're not passionate about, like it's something you were just doing for money, you know, especially wedding people. You know, there are yeah. lots
0: of us. Yeah, wow. So people who
1: yeah they didn't have the knowledge or they're not passionate about it you get mm-hmm. it's, it's just struck them off completely Them, they're just used to a normal cycle the normal way of doing things yeah let's just get the money let's do this but i'm like there's so much into events it's just not a kind of tufane, tufane, yeah. Tufane, tufane. yeah yeah so for those kind of people i am so sure it struck them so badly so, yeah. so badly
0: so it's so, up to them to, like, adjust or to yeah, see how it can work. Yeah. Because now, even if there are no weddings, you still need to see how you can adjust. You can do it
1: now. Yeah, now they are. Now, after the directive, okay. now there are people are doing now weddings. But, yes. you know, it's small, it's small amounts of people, 15, 10. Mm. So, of course, the money that you used to get cannot compare it to this. And probably you're taking loans. Probably that's the only thing you were depending on. Like, it's such an eye-opener also. Yeah, that you cannot just depend on events. Events is on and off, on and off.
0: That's
1: true. It's such an eye opener. But hey, we are learning. We're moving to the virtual space. Let's see how it goes by the end uh, of the thirty days.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think um, one of the things I do miss about events is just meeting people. You know, dressing their part. I'm telling you, I think my high heels—they're like I was defunct. I have no honor. (laughs) (laughs) So they're dresses? <laughs> you know, going for <laughs> weddings and dance. You know, the people MC is usually like, could you m be bia Come we sing yeah. for the bride. <laughs> then you're all there thinking, "Ah, uh, 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 now I will be the first no. one. <laughs> eh? Well they say mama. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Where went your mama.
0: COVID has made you a mama. <laughs> hey, Nisawa, we will yeah. dance. Man, I really miss that about events, to be very honest. In as much as the virtual space is fantastic and it has given yeah. people opportunities, I think that human touch, you know, human beings just desire and crave for seeing another human being. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, let's um shift gears a bit and talk about um Okay. You know. Uh, how you started, how you started talking about mental wellness. You started talking yeah. a lot about safe space. I mean, you, you have your posts on your IG stories, which, by the way, guys, you can check her out on her IG stories. Uh, what, what's your uh, Instagram account? If you want to, go to check it out.
1: I'm not fancy.
0: Hey, side note. sidebar. <laughs> side if you want to be inspired to work out, follow this woman. She's not a fitness guru, but she will inspire you. Hmm? You will stop being lazy. Also, you (laughs) you will create mental space, safe spaces. So let's talk about mental wellness and what inspired all this? Like, it has to have been inspired by something. So what inspired it? Okay.
1: Yeah, it did. So um, as I talk about mental spaces, I talk about vulnerability. You have to talk about your stories. Yeah. So this is my story about mental health. So 2018... I was just a naive girl. I didn't know what even mental health was. That's how funny it is. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. So late 2018, I was seeing this person, yeah? And he would talk about mental health stuff and especially depression. He'd say, yeah, I'm depressed. Once in a while, you get yeah. So come 2019, early 2019, um, we were done with each other or I don't know how to put it. Like, you understand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I got very curious. About what this mental health is, you get, because I was like, okay, am I the reason? Am I not the reason? Like, what the hell is this? Let me just say that, yeah. you get, and yeah. I would say the hell because it's hell, trust me, it's a hell. Hmm. So, I just started being curious about it, so started researching, started reading about it, and funny, finally. Beautifully enough, those are the two words I can use. I met this guy who's also now my very good friend Uh and he's a mental health advocate, um, Mm. especially particularly for men. So he really exposed me to that. Like he, you know, he'd talk about it on his page as much. So I would follow up, stalk, learn, ask him questions in the DM here, there, you know, so, um, so 2019 happened, but late 2019, the same year, I said experiencing anxiety and it was bad because of work, life, adulting, you know, you're trying to balance everything. It's not working. Yeah. It was just bad. So of course, there's that anxiety, you're growing up, you have the future, you know, this unknown future that we all freak about. Mm -hmm. So, um, it, uh I was able to maneuver through it a bit with ease and it took me a short period like let's say three months yeah because first of all, because of the knowledge I had gathered from the research and the readings so I'd you know I knew how to handle a bit of this anxiety uh-huh. but the most beautiful thing is I had this safe space and what I mean by safe space in this uh, aspect is this guy uh what who is mm-hmm. my friend now or what he did is he allowed me to... Continuously express myself. You get. I would talk about the same thing over Over. and over and over again. You get. Like you can imagine. (laughs) I would, and you. Since we know, I talk. Like I would share. I would. You know, long days, short days. But it felt so amazing because it wasn't just a one-way thing where I could go and pour out myself. You get, Mm auntie. I'm just expressing myself, and then I feel like a burden. What he did on his side and he being so engaged with what i was going through he would follow up he oh. would once in a while check up on me yeah. and then he create. he'd find not create really he'd find activities mm. for me to do or for us to do so either biking or whatever you get Dates yeah. to just ease my mind you know to pull my mind from sitting at home and think about this anxiety you get yeah. And then the third thing is he assured me like it's a safe space like you can come back anytime mm. so it was just not a one-way thing and that's i think that's what happens with most spaces you get yeah, yeah. you find you have an issue so you keep pouring yourself out till you feel i think i'm a burden because this other person is not extending their uh, love or their I grace or their you know yeah yeah so for me those two things my research my knowledge and two having this safe space that i could go to mm. over and over <laughs> even three months on the line i am just like guy Will I hack it? You know, and they're like, yeah. And they just listen. And sometimes just listening, not even talking, just listen. So that mm. just really worked for me. Yeah. And then, yeah, so come 2020, although I was talking about mental health now from 2019, yeah. even I was going through that phase. So come 2020, I just started talking about it a whole lot more, especially now safe spaces. Because mm-hmm. that is what I experienced and that's what, work for me. You see, for me, I talk about experiences. What I felt is what I'd want anybody else to feel. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. So that's how Uh, I became passionate about it. Unless now I talk about safe spaces and what that means.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be great. You know, sometimes people just hear these words being thrown around, mental health, depression, you know, (laughs) and sometimes we assume that we really know what those are. sometimes you just want to to look like that person for example before you talk about safe spaces yeah when you go for these events of yours you have this um like cocktail tables those high high bar kind of yeah i don't know what they're called and then you're you're yeah uh, cocktail bars eh? (laughs) yeah but they're holding your caju or whatever you're drinking and then someone is asking you so what do you do you know they have this um polished english (laughs) going on Hey, let's just say I mean there are two events I've attended that you've organized, and both of them I had just resigned. So, all <laughs> your everything hey. came tumbling down. <laughs> to be very honest, I did not feel like it's a safe space. <laughs> so, what is a safe space? I'll tell you how those how how I ended up. You know. I ended up, um, what's it called? Like, you know, accepting myself as accepting. I am. But um, which is before, good. Before I, ac- I tell you, how I accepted. I'll tell you the like story. But tell us what is a safe space? Because that place, that <laughs> cocktail table, is no safe space for me.
1: <laughs> okay. So I'm glad. First of all, you said you came to accept yourself. Yeah. You get. Yeah. Because before I even explain safe space, because you needed to do that first. Yeah. You get to accept yourself so that you can be in this space, okay. you get it. Right. But anyway, so safe spaces, it's simply an environment that someone needs to create or, you know, people need to create yeah. for others to express themselves freely without making the other person feel like they're less of a human being, like their points are not valid, like they're just shady, you know? Yeah. They just, it's a place where I can, I as Ida can express myself as freely as i can and not just express i mean my deep down most in yeah. i don't know what other english to use emotions yes so what i found out and just how it is is these days we have spaces mm-hmm. which is okay you know we have spaces we have udaku spaces prayer spaces bible yeah. study spaces you get yeah. Yeah. we have spaces but uh, i call them like blanket spaces because for example, um, if I have a sick mom, yeah? Mm-hmm. If it's my prayer space, I'll just be saying, Yeah, guys, my mom is sick. Uh, please pray for me. Okay. Uh, of course, it's devastating and that. You get. So mm-hmm. that's the space. If it's your daku space, you know your daku space. But the space is where you can express what that sickness is making you feel. You, you get. Okay. Where like you can shout and cry. Mm-hmm. You get that, and you can go back because this sickness might be lasting um, for a period of time, or maybe yeah. it's now a chronic illness. You get, mm-hmm. and it's a space where six months down the line, you can go back because there are days that are longer than others, and
0: yeah. you can go
1: back and pour yourself out and say it is killing me, it is making me feel like i don't belong you know yeah that is what i say as say spaces and i wouldn't get tired me as the space, safe space so it's Jerry who's sharing that to me you get it's not you need to get over it oh Jerry, it's been six months what's wrong with you mom is going to get better <laughs> you know yeah. you know how we react we know how we react you get no it's yeah. a space when jerry's here six months then down the line she's back so can i give her that space for her yeah. to just let it out. Okay. If I need to listen, good. And then also, it's a point for you to be able to ask, "What do you want me to do?" You get. So if it's Jerry sharing with me, mm-hmm. it's not sitting there assuming. No, I need to offer a solution. No, maybe Jerry just wants me to listen. So okay. just ask the person, "What would you want me to do for you in this season?" Yeah, and then I think. The other thing with the safe space is learning the boundaries that come with it. Uh, so if yeah. it's Njari sharing to me, I need to be able to know what are the boundaries. You get. Uh-huh. Is it something that I can take in also as Ida? Is it something that's also overwhelming me? And there are there points that I need to breathe yeah. out? Yeah. Do I need yeah. to have someone else to walk with me regarding Jerry's situation? You get? Uh-huh. So it's not just accepting as Ida, I'm just accepting and accepting, you know, no, I need to breathe. I need to know what I can manage. If it's Maybe Jerry needs counseling. Can I, you know, ask her and mm. direct her to mm. a counselor? So, okay. not trying to be there, superstar, shining. <laughs> no, no, no. You can't do that. You can't, you can't. So, that's what a safe space really means. Yeah. Oh,
0: okay. Okay. Fantastic. As in, it, you've really explained it really well. And one of the key pointers I've picked from there is, you know, the whole boundaries and if 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 i'm if you are my safe space and we have friend x and i don't want friend x to know it's you know protecting yeah. me in that regard yeah. that i can be i can be fully vulnerable to you at that point
1: exactly um,
0: yeah, okay. That, that's exactly. really, really nice to hear. And it's such a challenge for ladies. You know, <laughs> by the way, did you hear, did you hear, you know, it did like, you? I'm, a, I'm a, like in Christian circles where I have a prayer request. <laughs> Pray for my friend. She's going through and then you analyze. One, two, three, four, five. I mean, like uh, we, we really need, we really need to, to give that safe space um, boundaries and just protecting it and valuing that. That, yeah. that this person was vulnerable enough to talk to you, which I really like about that. And I hope that you who's listening, if someone comes to you, even if it's burning, eh? burning like <laughs> fire. <laughs> ku okay, dance dance hall because it's burning. Please, 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 we ask you, protect that person, right, Aida? <laughs> stop laughing, and we'll come back here. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny, you
1: said it's burning like a dance hall, I'm like, really, Jenny? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's it's really about protecting, but the other key thing, mm-hmm. what happens with most of safe spaces mm-hmm. is learning to understand that you're different from the other person.
0: Yeah, That
1: is the most important thing, because... When people share opinions, you get regarding something and doesn't sit well with you. It's like, it's like they've offended you. Yes. You get, you take yes. it so personally. And I'm like, it's just, a, and that's what happens even on social media platforms. I'm like, if this person has said chapati is the best and mm-hmm. you think ugali is the best. Okay, let that person stay with their chapati. You stay with their ugali. Yeah. your ugali. You your ugali. So you find we start now saying, Oh, your chapati is bad, it's ugly, you you don't know life, you don't know foods. And I'm like, okay. Wow. That's their opinion.
0: And this is you and see? this is my opinion. Girl. You you, you understand? Ume ongea. Ume ongea. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So men, those safe spaces. So as I as I had promised that I'll just finish my story. Clearly, that yeah. has nothing to do with this other, this type of safe space. But um, okay, guys, as I mentioned, I did, um, organizers are really uh, engaging. Meetup for ladies, especially who are listening, called Candid Conversations, and and you know is, is it called Candid, right? Is is called yeah, Candid, it's Candid
1: Conversations? Yeah. Yes, yeah.
0: You know, sometimes you can just be here chatting, hey, Candid, this, that, and and then when I'm saying it formally, I'm like, "Kuna conversation," <laughs> which is a really Candid like fa- fantastic yeah. platform where they bring different ladies and even men once in a while to talk about different yeah. situations, and I really, really like it. But they keep at it. If you have a Zoom, tell us, tell us, tell this platform <laughs> that we can share to anyone who's listening to join me. So I went for the so, right. one. Mm-hmm. and that, that was the first time I had actually like resigned from my job. I had never resigned like, you know, I, I just like from campus, I took, I did internship and then God came through for me. I got a job like I got, I did my internship on a finished on Friday, Monday started mm-hmm. working. So you can imagine, I had never had that gap of, you know, no employment. Then here yeah. I am, hey, hey, people are here like, yeah, exchanging <laughs> business cards. Um, So what do you do? Where's your card? Give me your card. And I'm there thinking, um, so I was just like, please give me, just give me your card. I will reach out to you i was shaking in my boots girl i was shaking in my boots like how do you say that um do you say you're self-employed and then they say yeah. oh, oh oh, so what do you do i'm still trying to figure out because that that that's that season <laughs> to be honest i didn't really have a plan <laughs> yeah i get it <laughs> yeah so anyway come when did you have the one for 2020 the first one was it in jan january yes yes Yes. come january copy and paste 2018 (laughs) session okay so again i don't have i where i was working the contract ended so i'm in a new place new space quote unquote but this time yeah, i thank god for open opening my eyes as in kutembea kuingi kujua mingi so now yeah. I, I could confidently say I'm a consultant. Where I was saying I was more self-aware, I felt more confident to say that I'm not working. I'm starting my own thing at this point. And I didn't yeah. feel shame at I don't have a business card, at street, what? And, and you know what? I came dressed to the part. I even had heels. I was like, <laughs> we are not going to make people who are not employed look like we're just masafaras. Hey, yes you know sure yes. so i i yes. in, i hope that i may inspire come to mahali
1: <laughs> but, but you have yeah. mm-hmm. you, you know, because self-awareness and self-love yeah these are the key things that come to even just mental health because That's- once once you're aware of this is my situation and i love myself too much To be not to be allowed to feel less you get just because you're a ceo and i don't have a job and i've accepted that situation now is when you're able to talk about it confidently you get even if the president asks you what you'll be like yeah i don't have a job are you aware and you've embraced it this is who i am and you're aware that and you love yourself to allow yourself if you see this conversation is going another direction you're able to walk out. You get. You're able to say thanks and step out. You get. So you see your 2018 and your 2020, how it happened.
0: Yeah. And you came
1: dressed up and showed for it. You're proclaiming we are like those women.
0: I'm telling you. And that's it. Power moves. Yeah. But yeah. So it's true. I I like what you've said about um, self-awareness and because sometimes we keep saying that i'm self-aware but are you sure you're self-aware <laughs> i mean even till still today, you're challenged like, Still your challenge. Yeah. it's true so it's the same thing yeah. um with spaces and everything so as you know we can talk forever and ever as i keep saying i know i, 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 I don't know. want us to to like talk <laughs> and talk you know we need to give people like motivation to come back again and again I like asking people who come to the, <laughs> the podcast as we finish, what is mm-hmm. your mantra? One of them? I know you may have many or one or two, whichever it is. Just share with us one mantra that you go th- go by um that just um kinda defines Ida as a person and it might inspire someone <laughs> to think about by the way, Nikona mantra, atasina mantra, <laughs> like. Mantra what are those? You know <laughs> <laughs> what are
1: those? <laughs> Mine is very simple. The constant one that is everywhere. You live, you love, you laugh, and of course God. That yeah. is my mantra okay yeah
0: i really really appreciate um you know your 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 bubbly energy and you're you're a really good guest you could recommend for people on tv amen amen (laughs) amen i'm waiting i'm ready
1: lord i am ready for your will but anyway i'm such an honor (laughs) Such an honor to have you. Thank you for this. Thank you for your friendship. Yeah. Thank you for everything. I I really appreciate your support. Your love pushes me more. The days are longer than others, but such vibes give Mm. me so yeah. I'm I'm grateful, and I hope this inspires anyone out there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for tuning in to a fantastic episode of Light Bulb Conversations with Jerry. Till next time, get moving.